All right, but and welcome to the Looney Ridge podcast with me, Kat. And me, Amy. And today we're coming to you on the cold moon. So um, aptly uh, named after the drop in temperature at this time of year, the cold moon is also known as the long night's moon because of the lengthy period it appears um, above the horizon because of you. Uh, so if you've been avoiding any issue or bottling up feelings, you could find that everything comes to a head. Likewise, if you've been feeling confused and indecisive, the cold moon could clear the path and help you find the answers you seek. Nice. It definitely has been cold today. It's been cold the last couple of days, isn't it? Yeah, the sea was cold this morning. Oh, I did see your pictures in the sea. And whilst I looked for that looks well refreshing. I was like, I bet that's cold today. It was it was definitely bracing. Mm. Nice though? Yeah, really nice. Really good. Very good for the mental health. Yeah, I do find like the cold days when you wrap up and go for a little walk, I, I do find them like quite relaxing mm. and like quite head clearing, aren't they? So it's nice to just go out and be in nature for a while, lit- literally submerge yourself in it. Yeah, I think it's because, ugh, I don't know about anyone else that listens, if I'm in the house for too long with all the heating on and without the windows open and stuff like that it just gets to me i need i need fresh air even if it's cold fresh air it's stifling isn't it Mm, definitely yeah so what we thought we'd do for this episode we don't have a general theme but as you've probably seen on the instagram we were running a competition and we were asking you guys for some questions so today we're going to do general roundup a little bit of um reflection reflection is very important for witchcraft in my opinion and a bit of a summing up of what we've learned and what we'd like to learn yeah a bit of a relaxed fit yes definitely a relaxed fit yeah yeah sounds good i'm excited i'm excited to answer some questions amazing so we should we start with the listener questions first or do you want to do our, our questions uh should we do the listener ones that i've got first and then we can do your your deep questions that cats thought of to end on. <laughs> I literally just thought of them earlier while I was just sat outside, just like, oh, yeah, I've got ideas. I said you've got four or five voice notes on in one go. It was a bit worrying when I saw how many voice notes I have. I was like, oh, no, what's happened? <laughs> oh, people often say that when I send a lot of voice notes. I just don't like doing a long one because sometimes you get cut off. Yeah, yeah. I'm a big fan of a voice note. I know people hate them, but sometimes they're just way easier aren't they? than like sitting there typing. They're good, but I forget what I'm saying halfway through, which is weird. (laughs) Oh, dear, dear. Technology. Right. Okay. Let's get to some questions. So the first question I've got here um, is any ideas for little festive period or post-festive period pick-me-ups, something to recenter, ready for the year ahead? Get in the sea. Get in the sea, is it? Yeah. I'm going to be doing a lot of sea swimming. Just to sort of, I don't know, shock myself out of entropy. I definitely think a way to recenter yourself, and for me personally, is like things like cold walks and nature, and just spend being able to spend time within it. Um, but I also think like, <clears throat> and it is a hard time of year, isn't it? Especially when after the festive periods ended, you're just like, what next? What now? Yeah, um, you're skint and it's boring. Yeah. And I definitely think taking that time to like reflect on yourself, like if you went back and like listen to our self-care episode and do some of the things within that, um, like journaling and 
yes yeah, spending time like meditative time within yourself is a really good to like way to recenter yourself I think it's just taking time to look after yourself figuring out what you want to do what you don't want to do and go from there really yeah I do definitely want to um make a wreath and maybe a yule log as well to get into like the festive spirit and there's no reason why you can't do nice stuff like that after you know after the yule period as well yeah definitely like finding your craft finding your creative piece and sort of giving some time to that on those you know on those cold days where in January where people don't necessarily have as many plans as they do the rest of the year kind of thing but yeah I agree it doesn't have to just be just before Christmas no well it can run as long as you want it to you know yeah exactly yeah do something nice for yourself be nice to yourself yeah be kind be nice to yourself don't I guess it is a time for reflection so you're supposed to look at the the last year you're supposed to look at your negative point you're supposed to look at that but don't dwell on it like look at it say right that's done now you need to like move forward um and as much as like having a positive attitude like really helps I think you need to make sure like you just don't have you don't just have that attitude that you work on it as well you work on looking after yourself and I think it's important to think about all the good things as well because there will mm. be some good things and some happy moments like you need to be grateful and put some time into thinking about them as well yeah definitely 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 agree so yes yeah. we who was yeah. that question from uh so that's that was from justin he asked oh, that question no. so hopefully yeah. he liked that i haven't written down everyone's names for questions just to point this out before we go further so if it was your question we answered it amazing i'm gonna thank you all in advance because i don't have everyone's names because i didn't write down that detail um <laughs> uh, okay next one then so before you have the terminology to explain that you were a witch what did you call yourself and what did you or what did you think it was I've I've always just liked the term witch. I think witch is like I don't know. It's one of those sort of antithesis characters, isn't it? And I, as a teenage goth, I very much saw myself in antithesis of the world. So even sort of as a teenager, if you 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 recognise the word witch as something you connected to, yeah. But I think my idea of what a witch was was very different. You know. Mm. I think I was thinking kind of, I don't know, that kind of character-based being all-powerful and always in control and this, like, idealised version of what it is to be a witch, you know? And, yeah, I've always been someone who questions everything. Um, I do like the term swinrake now that I know that as well. Yeah, it's a nice one. Yeah, but no, I've, I've always used the term witch. What about you? Um, I guess... I don't think I had like a specific term like for me I feel like and I've mentioned it before I think briefly on the podcast I've always had an interest in like folklore and magic and wanted to believe certain magics so as a child I was very into fairies and the fae. fairies fairies yeah oh fairies sorry right okay sorry Jesus not that <laughs> God, how many minutes are we into the episode? Sorry. And she's already referring to fairies? God. I literally thought that was what you said, so sorry. Uh, no, fairies and the fae. I was always 
gosh, this my answer's tainted now. I'm I know, like, I'm so sorry. Um, I was always really interested in them, and I always wanted to believe in magic, like in that kind of magic, in that you know there is magic in woods, and there's you know this folklore, and. I think maybe I just always thought I was spiritual because for a long time I believed maybe in the Christian God because I always thought, although I could explain everything with science, I always had this belief that there was a higher power because Mm. as much as you can look at a sunset and you can look at the sea and you can look at the moon and science will explain it, there is like a deep meaningful magic to it for me that I can't not look yeah. at it and think that there is no magic in the world no there is no that. magic in the world and yeah I think that's what I've always recognized is I may I may not have called myself anything until I was like right I'm a witch I've always recognized that there is magic and in the world since very small yeah and I think like when I was a child people kept trying to tell me that a man in the sky did everything I was like no he fucking didn't no man's gonna tell me what to do (laughs) this is the thing isn't it like I I just think yeah for me I've always I've never sort of thought I've never taken comfort in the fact that there is an explanation with everything within science I believe in that explanation and it's something you know I'm passionate about that science does resolve these questions but for me thinking about the magic behind it like helps me a lot a lot i just think you know because there's no absolute truths so something can be true in some sometimes but then also the complete dichotomy can also be true you know you Mm. can have opposing ideals existing at once exactly and humans like simple answers but there are none not really when you dig into it no not at all and that's magic Exactly. So I like that question. I thought it was a really good one. Yeah, it's a good question. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, and the next one is, what do your family and friends make of your craft, of you being a witch? They think I'm just weird. Everyone thinks I'm weird, but I'm, I'm leaning into that hard. Um, but if you check the etymology of the word weird, it's pretty fun as well. You were telling me this the other day, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I... I guess my, yeah, maybe my family, my parents think it's odd, but like you, I've sort of like lent into it more and more. The more I've been more out there with it, like I haven't sort of like hidden it away. And um, I think friends are like really great. They'll always listen yeah. to, um, listen about it and they're always interested. Um, what did my my dad say to me like recently (laughs) we were talking about like if we all ran a business if we all ran a hotel and my dad said that I could um align people's chakras that come to the hotel and I was like (laughs) oh I'm not hugely into chakras I don't really know much about you went oh they don't know that though do they and I was like he, he was like you could do little foraging courses and yoga so my dad like associates my craft with all of that kind of stuff he links it granola people he thinks we're granola people yeah he links it all in together but like for example my sister wished me a happy marathon so like i think yeah so i think my family are getting like better at recognizing it but i think they just think it's like hippy dippy stuff they don't like think bad of it at all and like i think part of it is we we 
we never try to push it on anyone. We're not there going, this is mm. what I believe and you should believe the same. Like, that's not who we are. And like, when people say stuff about it, we're not defensive. We're just like, yeah, this is, you know, this is me walking my path. Yeah, exactly. It does no harm. Uh, so, yeah. What else have I got? What most inspires you? So what inspires us, I guess, as witches? Oh, so... Oh, it's hard for inspiration, isn't it? Like, I guess for me, what inspires is me. What inspires me with with my craft is the effect it has on me. Yeah, when I am consistent and when I do my craft, and that inspires me. I feel better. I feel good within myself, and I feel excited by it. So that inspires me to do it more um also I take a lot of um inspiration from like our Instagram and the people we follow on it and seeing how they work their craft as well yeah, but I, I think le- learning wanting to, like an, a thirst for knowledge is a big inspiration for me yeah oh that's good yeah I, I didn't see that question earlier so I had to think about it I was just like oh <laughs> it's a really good one and I, I definitely is. yeah I definitely think for me it's more the effect it has, uh, sorry, a cat has decided to join me and he's needing me. Um, hmm. It's definitely the effect, positive effect it has on me when I give it time. Yeah, I think when I started practicing on a regular basis, like things change, like things markedly changed. Like it was like, I was like, this might be an over exaggeration, but it's like I went from living in black and white to color. But more in my sense of like how much I felt I had control. Well, you don't have control, actually. That's an oxymoron. But how much I felt that my the way I chose to see things affected the way I felt about things. Yeah, I definitely. Because it's your power, isn't it? It's your personal power. And yeah, you take your power from your other things like the full moon and from your crystal. It's your personal power, isn't it? So it's it is a huge having a belief in yourself isn't it it's really yeah it's really important it's important you don't have fixed beliefs it's important like magic's about change yes and you you can't be like right i am this person and i only believe this and i only do this and like you're you're sort of boxing yourself in a little bit then you've got to have a curious mind and be open to yeah the undulations of life yeah and that's why i would always say i was an eclectic witch i wouldn't say I was a fixed type of witch because I'm. I find interest in all of it, and this I like why I like chaos magic, which is complicated. Yeah, it, it is in some sense, but in others, it's it's quite a simple idea. Like it's it's just that you don't firmly believe in anything. You you allow yourself to be very flexible in your mind. Yeah, because if you. <sighs> I always think it's quite stubborn to have such fixed set beliefs that you don't allow yourself to learn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you don't, you, those are your beliefs and you stick to them. And yeah, they could be even the most woke beliefs on this planet, but still you should you should have a mind to still learn and grow those beliefs um, from that because nobody is perfect. And 
yeah as we stays the same nothing like it's gonna change you know you may have an idea this but you know and people are very obsessed with being right you know Mm. but just because you've got an opinion right now that in that situation you know is tangible doesn't mean that it's gonna be that way further down the line you know yeah have we gone off on a tangent on this one i think we have maybe this is what we were planning to do on what, the episode. What was the question? What inspires us? Yeah, we've answered it. Cops. Definitely. <laughs> Fairies. Fairies and cops. Very cops. That takes us back to the previous episode of Baphomet's cock. Oh, yeah. Was, was it his life. we were talking about? Yeah. Oh, and we good. had a little goat sheep debacle. Yeah, good times, everybody. Good mm. times. <laughs> uh okay next one is like quite a cute one uh what's your favorite item on your altar so actually it is my baphomet it is very good it is so my baphomet's really special to me um so i bought it for someone else like over a decade ago um i was very into like satanism at the time um read like the yeah the satanic rituals and I was very into is it Anton Lavey? Yeah, Anton Lavey. So I read those, and I was, I was um, that was my sort of way of thinking at the time. I was very much like, if someone hurts me, I'm perfectly, you know, righteous in smiting them back and all this bullshit. It's not bullshit, as you believe. Like it's a good idea, but it's it's a very fixed sense of ideas. Um, and I re- researched its origins and its symbolism. Um, but then later down the line, I had this big unexpected change to my life. So my entire life sort of where I saw myself fell apart. And it was a really hard time for me. Um, and my Baphomet got broken during that time. I don't know if you've ever seen when I've taken pictures of it. Like my, my Baphomet's pretty battered. No, I haven't noticed. Uh, so it's, it's whole, I say it there because they are androgynous their horns their um torch of light on its head the wings came off the arms and the hands and a thumb i think um so yeah they got broken and the first thing i did when i started learning how to be alone was i set up an altar in um you know in the first place that i had a permanent home in um and it was the first altar i'd had in years because i'd really fallen out of my practice and you know over time I started to put the Baphomet back together and in some ways I was sort of symbolically putting myself back together piece by piece and it's it's been a really important part of my journey as a witch um, and I learned that like once I started focusing my will and believing in myself like really incredible things started happening. What am I like what an amazing symbol though to keep that on your altar exactly like it's like you can break me but i won't stay broken i'll get back up that's amazing that's lush thanks babe are you crying yet uh no i will cry <laughs> soon <laughs> i am a ball of emotion today oh, um, um what's your favorite thing on your altar oh i i change up my altar quite a bit i've got lots of like little bits i guess that like mean like a lot to me and and some are like very straightforward some are from where um somebody who knew I wanted to start the craft and who was important in my life was like bought me my pentacle candlesticks for example 
and that was like one of the first altar items I had mm. were these like candlesticks so yeah they're lush um but probably one that's probably like quite like emotional like to me is after we had our episode of Mara and she spoke about how she didn't use crystals and she used things like stones or items she found to represent things on her altar as she put the like emotion in them and I have a stone and I think at the time I, I thought the stone meant something else to me so I picked it up and I put it on my altar. I watched it. I picked it up during a sunset by by the beach. And now I take it as a representation of a big decision I made in my life at that moment. When I watched that sunset, I picked up the stone and I decided something I was going to do that was like a very big, like life altering mm. thing this year. And yeah, I still look at it, I still pick it up and it's really important to me. And yeah, I think I'll always, always have it on my altar. It's not like a special, like pretty stone. It's literally just. But it's meaningful to you and its meanings changed. And that shows you that you can change. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I have other little items that I've like collected. Like I've got a magpie feather um, and they're so beautiful. And there are certain items like I, I, I keep like I've got some dried lavender sprigs like I've but they're all part, yeah, they're all parts of my life that, yeah, mean more to me. So as well as, you know, I have like pretty items and cute items on my altar, they're the most important, are like this little stone and probably my candlesticks because they were the first thing, mm. yeah, I ever, I ever got to make an altar. Nice. Well, can I ask you a question? Yeah, go on then. Do you want a magpie foot and tail? I do really want a magpie foot and tail. Share your story. Come on. About your magpie. So I'm in the most romantic goth relationship ever, apparently. (laughs) And um, I was in the pub. And yeah, my partner had been for a run and told me that when they'd been for a run, they saw a magpie fall out of a tree. It just dropped dead. And I was like, oh my God, that's amazing. Like, I'm going to go get it. Tell me where it was. Um, So he told me. And then I was like, right, okay. And he was like, do you want me to go get it for you? I was like, no, don't worry. I will go and get it. I'll go get it tomorrow. It should, it's cold out. It'll still be fresh. And then there was a dead magpie left on my doorstep. He's just like a goth cat. I know. He's a goth cat. And he's just so lovely. And it's the most romantic thing anyone's ever done for me. I'll be honest with you. I'm going to cry now. <laughs> it was very sweet. When you told me, I was like, that is the cutest. Like, I know for most people, like, oh, a dead animal, but a magpie. Like, come for me, on, it's me, Amy. You know me. Yeah. No, I totally would have loved that. That's like, like, yeah, that's a beautiful thing to me. And it was very fresh, really fresh. I'd never like, because you know, I I never kill something to do taxidermy, and I've never done taxidermy. Well, I guess I have now, but like, but. It was it was a mad experience, like cutting the wings off and cutting the tail and the feet off. That was mad, like just even holding it because I was holding it and like birds have got I can't remember the muscles are called, like the mad neck muscles where they can keep their head level while they fly. So I I was holding it and looking at it, its head just kept rolling towards me like I was still alive. Yeah, I bet that was, was it. Was there blood when you cut them off? No, they'd been dead too long for that. Wow. Yes, I'd really like a foot though. Okay, yeah. I'll get I'll I will make well they're um 
pickling at the moment. Yes. Um, and when they're done pickling and dried, I will give you one. Yes, my spine that um me and my friend Mike went and collected, the spine has still got a bit of tiny bit of flesh left on it. Um, it's a sheep spine, by the way, everybody. It's not like some human spine. It's, it has all grey. <laughs> the spine of my enemies. Yeah, but it's it's been like in the bath, like a bath a while, and every now and then I empty it. I put more bleach, more water in it. But it froze the other day when it was really cold. Ooh. And I was like, that's cool. Yeah. Um, my jawbone. Take a picture. When it was frozen. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I'll have to find it. Send it to me, please. Um, the jawbone's like pretty done. Like. Yeah, I love bones. Yeah. Bones. <laughs> bones. Okay. <laughs> I, think, I think we've answered that one. Uh, next one, and I, I guess it's into the friends and family thing. How public are you about being a witch? Well, I I joke about being the most famous witch in Cardiff. <laughs> but um, it's not me. It's actually Charlie. Yeah, probably. It is Charlie, yes. yes. I'm fucking kidding myself there, aren't I? Um, but no, I'm pretty open about it. Um, I tell people I'm pagan. Uh, at the moment, this is the time where it comes up the most because I guess all people who are non-Christian get this. Where people are like, "Oh, what are you doing for Christmas?" They're like, I don't celebrate Christmas. Jesus was born in March. <laughs> yeah, I I don't think I hide it anymore. Like, um, if someone hide it. No, I don't think if I really hid it, I wouldn't have really spoken to my family about it. But now, like, screw that. I like, talk to anybody about it. And I think it's like a really interesting subject to speak to people about. Um, like, I used I'm to. I'm not sh- being funny. Like, we're, we're literally doing a podcast right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So I wouldn't. Um, so, yeah, I'm quite open about it. In work, I think people can just generally tell. And for example, in my job, I haven't met any of my colleagues because I do virtual working uh, with people all over the country. And my old boss described me in three words as, what was it? Happy, hippie and helpful because he, that's what he got from me. He was like, yeah, massive hippie. Like, <laughs> I think you're a hippie, but you're, sorry, but you're not chill at all. I'm not chill at all, no. You're Thanks. not chill enough to be a hippie. Thanks, Kat. <laughs> Maybe that's the persona I give off in work. Then that's maybe, maybe why I, I don't know work, Amy. I'll be honest. No, work, Amy's pretty chill. So yeah, she has too much of a serious job not to be chill about it. Um, <laughs> yeah, hippie. Yeah, thanks, Kat. Never felt so attacked. <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, but I don't mean that in a bad sense. I just mean you know you you're not. Would you call yourself a hippie? Would is that how you define yourself? No, no, not at all. There, that's what I mean. I say that. <laughs> Funny. Okay, right. Um, so this is a this is a really interesting one, actually. So, how do you find the time, energy, or space to do elaborate spells with many ingredients? I think you're more. You do that more than I do, don't you? <sighs> do you know? It is hard. If you, if I make a tincture or if I make like a ritual oil or something, it can be like really overbearing. I will admit, if I get something and it's a really long ingredient list, I won't do it. Um, it won't be for me. Um, yeah. I suppose the most the thing with the most ingredients I've done is probably Kiridwen's 
um, potion I did. Um, and I made two batches there. I guess it, the, the biggest thing is like planning it. So you need to plan like time in advance to do it. You need to make sure you have everything and that you've read what you're going to do several times. Because I, what I find quite distracting when you make something like that is when you're flicking back and forth looking at notes in a book. Or if you're looking, a lot of the stuff I get now is from Instagram. Yeah. Where people say, I don't like to look at my phone a lot doing like potion making or rituals. No. Um, so I tend to write things down and try and learn it to be able to do the thing. But what I would say for me personally, if you just think, oh, this is not for me, I don't want to do it, or you can't find that time or space, I wouldn't feel bad about it. I would do smaller smaller rituals with lesser ingredients and or pre-plan quite a lot in advance when you're going to do something because again although this you know sometimes it can be a bit like overbearing you're just like oh it's the full moon i haven't got anything i haven't oh this spell is going to take hours well don't do it then do do it another full moon like plan yeah. it plan ahead you're 100 behind it yeah exactly but like i don't know i, I kind of try to keep it oh, I like to keep it simple with spells so you know I, I have made witch jars um usually with herbs I found or being given I use candles I, I do use crystals at times but recently I've been just finding rocks from my adventures so kind of like you have as well um I like making sigils um so I charge them up with sex magic and that's given me really really good results so that's most of the stuff I do now but then I still sometimes I'll fuck it up you know like there's been twice in the past year where I've done like a really big work in and either I've like rushed through it or not been in the right headspace for it but then like I'm just absolutely buzzing my tits off afterwards and can't sleep and I'm not relaxed and I'm full of anxious energy because like I don't know something hasn't worked the way I expected it to yeah you definitely have to give yourself time before and afterwards yeah I've done like new moon like rituals that have involved like baths and stuff and drawing cards and manifestation and afterwards yeah I've, like you said I've been like pumped up and I'm just like whew um and like maybe a bit hot and stuff and then I don't find that I found it like a relaxing experience but then sometimes when I've like given myself time like chill beforehand chill after those things then I found like I've had a good sleep after after them because I've been prepared to do them. I just think it takes forward planning. Don't worry if you can't do it often. Mm-hmm. Like plan your time when you can do it, and then you do can do it well. Like do magic it. shouldn't be a chore; it should be just something you flow freely into when when you've got time and headspace. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So we hope that one answers it. It. it... <sighs> Doing let smaller spells and ritual doesn't make you any lesser of a witch. So don't worry about it. That's my final answer. Um, and then the same person asked us what our favourite witchy books were. Um, so I really like um, the Welsh witchcraft, um, Robert Suggett one, um, just because it, it was so hard for me to get hold of it. So mm. now it's one of my prized possessions. Um condensed chaos is a really good um introduction towards chaos magic 
and the one I use the most, to be honest, is probably the Gabby Herstic um, craft book because it's got a really good tarot index in there. Yeah, and your tarot index is much better than my tarot index. Yeah, it's great. Like the guide is just so straightforward and, you know, just a very modern version of it. So, what about yours? What's your, uh, obviously, the book I gave you? That's a really good book, that one. Um, the one I've used um, the most, like, throughout this year is the Ultimate Guide to the Witch's Wheel of the Year. And it's by Anu Kiernan. And it is amazing. Like, it's the one... I'll fr- When I do the research for any of the holidays that we've done, I'll flick through all the books and I'll try and find references from all of them. This is the one that will have everything will have all the information has a good guide to spell the only thing i ever find like with it is that sometimes it asks me for a weird ingredient ingredient that's really good which other book i've got i'm, I'm on my hands and knees looking at uh, <laughs> looking at books now um, um what else do I enjoy whichever book do I really like I did get and she's somebody on insta that you see share a lot um the nat the which is which of the forests guide to natural magic by Lindsay Squire so the which of the forest she's on insta and her is it forensic flowers does all her all her graphic design and it is it is really good it's really beautiful really simple um the issue I have with a lot of witches' books now is now that I've built a knowledge, I order, say, for example, a new book, and I think it's too basic. Um, great for, like, beginners. So what one did I get that was quite a cute one, and it was quite diff. I thought it was going to be something else. I got a book called The Little Book of Nature Blessings, so Myths, Rituals and Practices for Finding the Calm in the Natural World. And this one's a bit more focused, less on witchcraft as but it's quite straightforward and simple um so that one's really good for like beginners but it's definitely something i want to explore more i'd like to get more books that maybe we're a bit more detailed now going forward yeah yeah definitely it's hard isn't it because sometimes you read things you're just like oh I, i already know a lot of this you know I, I wanted something that's going to be surprising there's a lot of repetitive nature in a lot of them yeah. um but i i like them and they all tend to be um they all tend to have fantastic illustrations um and they all tend to be beautiful the one that i'm reading at the moment is the one by uh, christopher hughes and it's cauldron born so oh what's that one so this is the tale of Caridwen, and it's basically how uh-huh. Christopher uses Caridwen as his deity and the journey of that. So it's again very focused on Wales, and there is, I think there's a spell in here that you do every day for 365 days for a year and a day, basically. Um, you do a little bit of it every day for the year. Um, it's a quite interesting, especially because for me and my craft. I don't necessarily focus on a deity, but this book is focusing on a deity. So it's been interesting. I think it's really important as well to read books from people with different belief systems as well. Mm. You know, instead of just sort of reading 
I don't know, a lot of similar types of books, like get the take on it from somebody outside of your usual, like, I, you know, ideology, I guess, because then you'll get a much broader spectrum of thoughts and ideas. Yeah, definitely. I think it's it's a really good one. And, you know, there's books coming out, like Mara's book. I'm really yeah. excited and interested to look at, read into that. And, yeah, I know Christopher Hughes has more books as well that are along this lines, and he's a druid. So it would be – I'm really interested in, in getting those ones as well. Mm. I do like books about whales. Yes, definitely. Definitely getting more into that aspect of – of her craft I think that's the same with with all these books I know a lot of books on my list at the moment is next year I want to go more into plant witchery nice and uh I, I, a lot of my books on like wish list or next things I'd like to get are all based on that yeah cool. I, would, I would like to learn a lot more about the practices from other places and other peoples around the world as well oh yeah yeah that's my that's my next thing I'm hoping to do amazing so we have one question left mm. i think this one's really good um and um are there times where you feel estranged or detached from your craft if so what do you uh do um do in these times yeah well, like all the time you know like i don't know, I, I live my life in a state of flux this never stays the same um i'm not consistent I'm not consistent in anything. Um, but I, I do honestly believe that wherever I am, whatever I'm doing at the time is what I'm meant to be, you know, what it's meant to be. And with this, I'm not starting from scratch. I'm, I'm just building off where, I, you know, where I left it. You know, you shouldn't be hard on yourself because, I don't know, you think you should, you know, you should be on it all the time you should feel really close to your power no you'll you'll go in and out of it because that's life yeah I totally agree with that I think to say that you're going to be consistent with it is is a hard goal and you just need to be kind to yourself about it I know for me I do certain things and that will like keep get me going again so I may cleanse my whole altar like I'll take it all apart I'll clean everything with like um I've got I think I've made it on Instagram like this um clean this cleansing cleaner and I'll like put it back together you know again it could be with a theme so for example my altar at the moment is chaos um but I like to keep a lot of shit on my altar a lot of little bits I'm not a simple altar person so I need to redo it for like Yule and that will refresh it for me um I yeah I, I think it's stuff like that or just doing a little bit every day like tiny little rituals um there are things I know in one book I have it's like seven days of magic and they're all like tiny things like on the first day it's like do a jar with all the things that you're happy about and you're positive about like seven things and the next day it can be literally you're stirring your intention into your tea or coffee in the morning and the next day after that it could literally be writing something down that you want to banish and ripping the piece of paper up Mm -hmm. you can do that to kick start it but yeah never feel bad for it I think it's just yeah I always think cleansing is a good way to restart something like that 
Yeah, and I think people are just so hard on themselves. They think if they're not doing very, I don't know, involved rituals and spells, you know, on a semi-regular basis, so that means that they're they're out of touch with magic. But like, you know, the, the things you just mentioned, you know, writing on a piece of paper and written it, right, and ripping it up, stirring intensity. Like, you can make little things you do anyway. Magic. You just need to think about and be present in that moment. I do like like we said in the first episode it's a state of mind it's you know rituals are fun and really really cathartic to do but if you never did a ritual for the rest of your life if you still felt like a witch and still felt connected to uh, to that then you are yeah exactly yeah you know, some 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 months I and I bet loads of practicing people are like this. The only rituals I do around moon, around the moon, and I'm rubbish at. I'll, well, it's not rubbish; it's my choice. I don't do a lot around like the waxing or the moons or anything. I you know I like the full moon. I like the new moon. Yeah, I have books that give me different spells I can do at every stage of the moon. But that some months those are the only rituals I do are the full moon and the new moon because it could just be a month where I haven't been able to put anything else in for whatever reason like whether or not that's been personally busy or it could just be oh do you know what I just can't focus on this at the minute yeah so I'll do make sure trying to do if you can't focus on it you know yeah so you do I do those ones and they normally like they get me get me started again with with it all yeah and it's, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, I need to do this. I need to, you know, like it's it's a, a chore, a burden. And it's like, no, do you want to do it? That's the question. Because magic is about doing the things that you want to do that make you feel fuller, I guess. You know, more full of joy and happiness and gratitude, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's It's not supposed to be a chore. It's the one aspect of a lot of, of a lot of my life that is not a chore. And you shouldn't be worried about, you know, oh well I'm you know, other people are doing this, other people are doing like other people are not living your life doing your practice. You and I th- yeah. No, sorry, go on. And I think as well, I, like any part of like Instagram, there is always an influencer and there is always gonna be someone's altar or somebody's practice that you look at and go, Whoa, that's insane, or they've got all matching jars that are all labeled, like, you know, my jar yeah, I've got jars, they're all mis mismatched because you know, peanut butter came in one of them and tomato mm. puree came mm. in the effort. Like you just it, it you have to look at stuff like that exactly the same as you would look at celebrity stuff that it's not always attainable like and it's always you know that is a photo at the end of the day you don't know the story behind it so yeah don't be so hard on yourself and yeah just a little steps at a time it'll come or wait until the day it finds you the day that magic calls to you and says you need to get going again and if you choose to see your chaotic altar as the best altar ever and one that makes you feel really powerful then it is the best altar ever yeah exactly fuck them fuck them all <laughs> fuck fuck the police <laughs> <laughs> what? i don't know <laughs> i was um i've seen this story to someone the other day so my son discovered like wireless headphones 
and um, he's obsessed with a song by Biffy Clyro called Space. Proper obsessed. Um, Aww, to the point it was my number. your child. Yeah, definitely. Biffy Clyro will always have my heart. But, you know, I wouldn't listen to the same song over and over. It was my number one Spotify song <laughs> on the raft, um, played over 120 times. Uh, and whilst I love the song, I don't think that was all me. Um, and I just put the wireless headphones on him and he was just sitting there playing. And I put the song on. And it was only after a while I looked at my phone and realised he was listening to Fuck the Police by NWA. <laughs> Some great parents in there, babe. Oh, I know. It's so funny. <laughs> and as uh, like his dad pointed out, he's like, oh, he could have been listening to, like, you know, is it called Anal Cunt? The band are called Fuck. <laughs> yeah, but like... he wouldn't be able to understand what they were saying. Oh, yeah, exactly. But yeah, that would have been hugely funny. Imagine if we took him off and we just started pig squealing. Like... <laughs> Oh dear, dear. Um, yeah, they're all the listener questions. To be fair, these questions they were really good. They were really tame because I was yeah. willing to answer any question. Mm. Yeah, definitely. We'll have to listen to the edit of what one made us laugh the most, and then we'll announce the winner. Did any of them make us laugh? Yeah, we laughed. Okay, I've laughed. I've, I feel like I've laughed. I've laughed. I've had, there's been tears. There's been fun. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> yeah, we got really misty-eyed and romantic. I Aww. insulted you several times. It's a normal day in the life of Amy. <laughs> so you you thought of questions earlier that you wanted to ask me. I did indeed. Yes. So I wanted to know. So you know we're doing a bit of a roundup of the year. So what was your favourite episode that we did? Oh. <sighs> There's so many good ones. What was the one with the story? I can't remember what story it was now, where she had he had to reveal the way to kill himself. And he that, had to stand in a bucket and stand on the goat. That was Cloud Gaffres. And what episode was that? Was it for Beltane? Or was it for Lamas? Alunasha? I feel it like was. it was one of those. I feel like it was for how did it make no so it was for um lamas yes because is the because so he luna is irish and then we did the welsh version yeah yeah i think that episode was really funny and i really enjoyed it yeah um that's just the one that comes like to, to to mind is the one I've enjoyed like recording. But yeah, there's definitely been ones. I think maybe because by that episode we were like properly in our stride as well. Like people for the guys listening, I I edit the podcast, but I don't do a huge amount of editing anymore. Um I don't That's cut cool. out yeah, I don't cut out a lot. I don't cut out like a huge amount of um I do I don't care on my ums as much anymore, but I don't I don't like edit it as much because it is we're like such in a flow of like talking. So I think by that one we were really in our stride. Yeah. But yeah, that's the one I it comes to when I think of the story and I was like, this is hilarious. I love this story so much. I really enjoy telling a story as well. I really enjoy like reading it and then thinking about how I'm gonna retell it. That's that's one of my favorite things. Yeah. Yeah, I really like the Beltane episode. Yeah, because we've been so filthy and it had loads of sex in it. Yes, that was a good episode. It, you know, which is the sexy witch holiday, mm-hmm. the big oh. dick holiday. Exactly. That's the only holiday. No, it's not the only one, but 
but there's no dicks in Yule. We've established that. We looked really hard. Yeah, I felt like there has been a lack of penis in our last like couple of episodes. Mm-hmm. We're sorry about that. We'll we luckily we'll, not in our lives. We <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> um, we will bring penises back in January. Or maybe we'll bring back, you know, maybe vulvas. we'll bring, bring the vulvas in. Yeah, vulva magic. We did promise vulva magic. We did promise vulva magic. We will we will get to it. I had a request last night when I was out, actually. Um, after, vulva magic? For sex magic. They were like, I want to know more about it. And I was like, we will get to it. It is on the list. Was like, How dare you? We're out in public. <laughs> I don't mind. Talking about it there and there. <laughs> oh, talking about it. Right, sorry. Oh, no, asked. not do. Oh, no. Okay. Gosh, no, they didn't ask me to, to perform it there and then. It was more, um, they wanted to hear an episode about it. Right. Okay. I completely misunderstood that. Yeah. <laughs> in the um, beer garden. <laughs> yeah, in the beer garden. But like, right, clear the table off, lie down, <laughs> get a boner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Right. What's the next question? <laughs> She's Sorry. gone now. Sorry. Um, okay, so what have you learned about yourself from doing this podcast? What have I learned about myself? I guess one of the things that I learned about myself is when I was doing rituals at the start of the year or manifestations, and I was writing things in journals and all this bits. I was writing the same things over and over and I found that that I wanted to get rid of. I was like, I want to get rid of this, this and this. Oh, oh, I fucking hate this about me. And it wasn't like looking at myself in like a really kind light at all. But also these things were just me and they or they were things that I thought I needed to get rid of or things I thought I needed to do. And really, maybe my heart wasn't really in them. So I kind of learned that I didn't want to focus on that anymore because they were things that I were focusing on um, that not necessarily anybody else around me would say was something I needed to do. Um, And I think that's the biggest thing for me that I've learned. I've, I've learned that like to look more inside of what it was I wanted to work on as a person rather than do the things I thought I needed to do. Oh, does, does that answer does that answer that question? Does that are, make sense? Are you saying that you had unrealistic expectations of yourself, Amy? I I would never do that. <laughs> <laughs> who who in their right mind would think that I ever had unrealistic expectations? I know. You're so chill. I'm I'm so chill all the <laughs> fucking time. <laughs> oh, I, I tell you what this podcast has taught me. It's called me out on every bloody episode, isn't it? Yeah. The, the journey of tarot. Me and the cards constantly. Yeah. Someone said to me the other day, they're like, oh, I know you draw a bad card, but it, it, are they always true? I was like, yeah. Yeah, I never... Oh, no, honestly, I, we the, the cards you hear, the cards we draw. Yeah, but it's, someone said, oh, you know, the cards you draw and they're bad ones, do you actually, like, can you actually align them to where you are in your life? Oh, yeah. And I, and I was like, yeah, every single time. <laughs> like, they, they, every single time those cards call me out. And if they do it today in a bad way, I'm going to be pissed because I'm really in a good mood at the moment, so... Maybe we'll skip it. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'll have a fit. But anyway, yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I've learned. What have you learned about yourself this year? Um, I've learned I've learned the content creation is hard. Oh yeah, it is really hard being yeah, an influencer. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I've also learned that I can change my perception and through that I can change my world and unlearn behaviours and beliefs and make new ones. That's a really good one. Yeah. I have the power. Um, And then I want to ask, what do you think is your, what was your biggest misconception about witchcraft going into this? Like looking back now. Biggest misconception. Oh, that's a really hard one. I guess the biggest misconception I had was that. But you were quite chill as a person. Wow. <laughs> Sorry. This is harsh. Probably oh, no, that. Please. Probably... Delete that. Delete that bit. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm gonna keep it in. So people can message and say she's really horrible to you. Oh. I'd be like, she is. She is the worst. I'm in a um, playful mood. The biggest misconception I probably had was that um you had to have an area of witchcraft that you had to stick with, um an area of study, and that you couldn't pick and choose different bits, um because something for me going forward is now that we did all the wheel of the year and I you know I studied it and I did celebrations for the wheel of the year going into next year I probably wouldn't do every holiday yeah Uh, for me personally because some of them don't resonate with me and I'm like no I'd rather pick the ones that did something for me and that I felt a connection to so I guess my biggest misconception was that like organized religion like anything else out there there's structure that you need to follow and you need to tick boxes whereas you don't actually have to do that or someone else's structure basically yes that you can create your own line Mm. see mine is that like I, I I guess I used to think that magic was this like untenable mystery you know and that you needed to be initiated into it that you know you've got to reach the 99th level of allegory to understand and master witchcraft but the truth is like you never stop learning you never get anywhere it is literally you know wherever your mind goes wherever you direct your mind to go to go that's that is how you will see the world that's your perception and you've you've got control over that if nothing else Ooh, deep. <laughs> I know, I'm such a navel-gazing cunt, and I? <laughs> <laughs> it's true, though. Like, anyone, that you, no one's an expert in this. And I know that's the feedback we've had, like, on the podcast is, oh, you never act like you guys are experts in it. And it's, it's true, because we're, we're really not. not. We're really not. We're literally just working this out. And I, I can say that I have a good time doing witchcraft. And that's it. Yeah, I wouldn't say if someone come up to, came to me and said I wanted to start witchcraft, I'd be like, "Cool, like I'm happy to give you some like basics, but otherwise you need to go and learn your own path." Exactly, like no one can do it for you. There's no shortcuts in this, not at all. No, no. And then talking of shortcuts, so what do you want to bring into twenty two twenty twenty two with you? Um. The thing that I would like to work on, so as I said, I spent a lot of this year 
to find what it was I wanted to work on. Now I found it, found my sort of my sigil. I found my um, I'm still writing my own personal sigil. I'm practicing over and over. Um, I found the thing I want to work on, like personally, and I'm like, right, I'm going to take that in. But something that I would really, really, really like to do is I'd like to make more things. So, like, I'd like That's what I said, too. Oh, I want to make more, like, salves and stuff and, like, oils. and Like, I I worked on my witch's garden. And, yeah, it's, it's good to a degree, but I would like to work on it further. And that's why there's a lot of plant magic books in, in there. I would like to make more that kind of stuff. And I, I, and I'm the the ultimate dream would be to make enough or to make things good enough that I could sell them, and share them on the podcast page. I would, um, I would love to, from like a podcast, like something that we're exploring is like Discord, where you can have like videos and stuff, and you can do like live rituals with other people. I'd love to do things like that, and yeah, you know, who like knows have things like a patreon and uh, and yeah like as we said the the content creation thing is like kind of shocked us and is i know i did get feedback from our friend bronwyn yesterday that we have got better and i was like wow thanks that's good that's good <laughs> yeah it was good so i would like to get better at that and better at the photography side of things but yeah like it, it sounds like loads of stuff and loads of major stuff but it's kind of the stuff like I'm interested in and the things I would like to do next year with it yeah I'd like to like so I, I made that Mary Lloyd the other day and it was kind of like it's like I didn't plan to make it it's just all of a sudden I was making it and then all of a sudden I'd finished it and I was I think I was very shocked at that I really enjoyed it so I'd like you used to, to make loads more. of things what's that you used to make quite a lot of stuff. Yeah, I, well, like anything, I go in and out of it. I find when I get really, really passionate, I'm all into it. And then there'll be ages where I don't do anything. Um, Yeah. I'd like to do some more sex magic manifestation. Manis, man, oh God, I can't say it. Manifestation, that's the word. Yeah. Sex man. I would just like, yeah, I... I, I can see how I want my craft to look into next year. Uh, it's a sort of, like we said earlier, I, I, what I'd like to do more is to plan it all out and mm. to look at my year and go, right, this is the stuff I'd like to do. Um, the spreadsheet needs filling. The sp- I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it in a journal. Nice. I'm not very good. At, I always mention journaling. I'm not very good at that aspect of self care or that mindfulness bit because I unrealistic expectation of <laughs> that it had to look amazing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and um, I've since got over that and um, yeah, decided no, I'm gonna do that. I'm probably gonna do like a bit of planning and yeah, have a good year because mm. 2021 has both been shitty but also quite good this has been a really great part of it like I think I feel a lot closer to my craft since doing this and having time to speak to you and share ideas and and talk to other people as well that's been lovely oh yeah this this is the highlight like of my of my year and the success that we've had with it like (laughs) it just 
Please, I, I know we've gone. Oh, it's not massive in the grand scheme of things, but we've gone over four hundred followers on Instagram now. Babe, did you um, ever think that we would have this? No, it boggles the mind. It boggles my mind. And yeah, like the the amount of listens we've had from episodes, and I'm just like, what? Like, how is this? How is this happening? I think it's, it's uh, and the people who message us and say lush things, like when people mm. were sharing their things, saying you're in our Spotify top five. Like, I know. I was just I like, know. what? That's insane. I was like, I just didn't think. So in some people's top spot on Spotify, I was like, what? Like, that's crazy. But also really lovely. And I'm excited to see next year what what comes from that. And, you know, even if nobody listened to it, like, and we're really glad and we're really grateful people do. But we do this because I enjoy talking to you and having a laugh yeah and sharing what we've learned like that that for me is what makes this yeah new music and we're gonna have better content because we want it (laughs) yeah like i'm like so for example i have a tripod that had a light attached to it but the light broke and for this i would really love to do like patreon and discord things like i think it's like the way forward and and we will we will get there and we hope you like join us on that journey yeah and i'd like to meet up with people in person as well at some point that would be that would be really really fun yeah definitely and do you have any other questions oh so i guess this one is like the hardest part but i think we were like what what's been the hardest part for you about doing the podcast I feel like I've done this in the wrong order I should have done like that and then yeah I think the hardest part is like for me put uh, I don't think it's the aspect of podcast I find hard probably through my magic and the stuff I've done podcasts I've realized stuff about myself and about my life so that's probably like the hardest part is having that realization that something's not clicking um mm. Because I don't find an element of the podcast hard. Yeah, like we we moan about like the content creation part of it, but mm-hmm. I don't find it hard, enjoyable. It doesn't upset me. But it's probably because like we joke about the pro cards with me. It, it's probably because I've been called out on something that is very, like, and maybe I didn't want to see like those things. So that's probably been the hardest part for me. Yeah, yeah. No, you have you have been getting it this year bless you yeah but like I feel like really positive like about it like and coming into like coming into the rest of it and I think yeah that's just that's probably been the hardest part it's like through my craft something not clicking and it's because I wasn't being true to myself now that I feel like I've been true to myself and I know like cat jokes about me being unreal having expectations mm. it's all very true for me like personally i'm not very kind to myself and i'm not very realistic and which is they... mad because you're so amazing and wonderful oh don't know this will be where i cry um so yeah so i think that's been the hardest part but they're all parts that that but i'm glad those things because it means i can go into the next part of my life 
And the next part, I, I promise you, the next part will be so much better because you went through those hard things and you'll be able to oh, recognize yeah. what, I don't know, like what you can do. You'll be able to recognize what you've been through and you can grow, like grow through it and have a lot of satisfaction from the fact that you didn't get beat down, that you oh, yeah. picked up the pieces and you made a brand new better thing out of it oh yeah that's lush yeah so i don't look at it although it was like a bad part i don't look at it as like a negative thing i look at it as like oh that happened but i'm glad it did because now 22 and although there are still like tough things in 2022 i feel more equipped to deal with them and I think that's what I realised, like, you know, whenever I've been through shit, I had to go through that. Like, I had to, to get to where I am in that moment when I'm thinking about it. You know, yeah. it all leads that way. Like, wherever I am, whatever's happening, that's that's where I'm supposed to be, you know? And that's how it's meant to be for me. Yeah. You're strong, babe. You're a strong woman. I'm getting there. An excellent witch, in my opinion. Oh, you're way you're too cute to me. No. I wish you could see that's the thing, I just wish you could see yourself how I see you, but then no one sees themselves clearly, do they? No, but I am I am like getting there. Like you are. Yeah. So what's been what's been the hardest part for you? Um my biggest challenge in life is being consistent. Like like I said, I, I live in flux, I do. Um but I, I just don't really worry. I guess I guess I've got to the point where if I've fallen off the magical wagon for an extended period of time, I know that I'm supposed to fall off the wagon. And then at some point I will get back on and keep going, you know? It's not like, oh God, I'm such a failure because I haven't fucking, you know, thought about the I don't know, making moon water or or I haven't changed my altar, you know. Oh God, I'm such a terrible witch. It's like right now. I don't need magic or I've got too much on my mind um so the magic won't won't work for me so I'll I'll do it when I'm fucking good and ready <laughs> that's the attitude to have with it isn't it yeah definitely I think in my opinion this is the thing what I think is not representative of what others should or do think at all no that's right it's, it's it's hard to be consistent all the time with it nobody you just have to yeah you have to ride the wave don't you do you know what's consistent all the time what robots you're not a fucking robot you're a human being <laughs> stop being so fucking hard on yourself everybody right now listen <laughs> don't be so fucking hard on yourself that's our positive um, mantra know, for the. That's our words of wisdom. <laughs> yeah, for the for the year ahead, it's like yeah. stop fucking yourself over. <laughs> I'm just shout at you. So be more positive. Yeah. <laughs> um, like yeah. I am a perfect example of somebody that gives that advice and then doesn't follow themselves. Brian Gunu, so take that. But you will sometimes, and you won't other times. Oh that's yeah, you, yeah. And that's do you know how many things I do in my life? I'm like, yeah, I shouldn't have done that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, how many things like I shouldn't do this as I'm doing it. And I'm like, this is bad. Yet I continue to do it. <laughs> Sometimes 
that's fun. It is fun. Sometimes it's not fun. <laughs> Sometimes it's fun. Oh dear. Should we draw some tarot? Let's yeah. make the last one again. Dun dun dun. Oh, right, I'm really I cleansed my deck as well. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm gonna make fucking sure this time. Oh. Right. Uh, let's really let's really get into a Gnostic state on this side. Yeah, let's do it. Cue the music and let's get into it. Oh, what you get? Reverse Queen of Wands. Okay. Well, I had the Queen of Wands last time. Did you? Yeah, the one with the cat on it. Yeah, but it's in reverse. That's okay. Is it? <laughs> Is it okay? Let me, let me go, let me go. Queen of Wands. So spiritual, intuitive, vibrant, charismatic, generous, and strong-willed. <laughs> Someone who asks for too much. Feelings of anger, violence, or resentment. Oh, God damn it. In reverse, this is what someone this is asks. reverse me. meaning, yeah. I don't know. But it's I... about your, but, you know, it's about your spirituality, your intuitive and vibrant, charismatic and strong-willed elements. Yeah. Maybe you're asking too much of yourself or maybe someone is going to ask too much of you. Probably. <laughs> Probably. Probably they do tend to be right. That's fine though. That's not linked to like, yeah. I can deal with that one. I can deal with it. That's not too shabby. What was I yours? I can work on that one. Yeah, yeah. I can work on that. I can. I can live with that. Yeah, it's better. Yeah, it's better. It's improvement. Um, you're never gonna guess what I got. It's hilarious. What have you got? Judgment. <gasps> da, da, da. <laughs> I'm not judgy at all. How dare you, card? <laughs> Judgment, transformation, ending, reawakening, and shifts. Get, getting your just desserts. Fuck. A critical time for self-reflection about repeating patterns in your life you need to resolve. Oh, fucking hell. Yeah. I've I've had, do you know what? I've had a situation happen recently that happened to me previously, and I was just like, what the fuck, Kat? How have you ended up? Like, through no fault of my own. Like, basically, it's just been something, like, a repeat of a situation completely unconnected to each other. And I think it's me. <laughs> yeah, it's the same as me, isn't it? Like, I attract a certain type of person. Well, I'm not banging this one, so... No, I know. Yeah. But it, they still, they still, they still come. <laughs> if, if you build it... <laughs> If you build it, they will come. So, as they say. Yeah, if you build it, they'll turn up and knock the fucking thing down, though. Yeah. Yeah. Out of spite. Yeah. Who says I'm judgy? <laughs> I have. You are the least judgy person I've ever met. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't even say that with a straight face. I'm not, I'm not judgy. I just I just speak my mind in there. Yeah. I don't think you're like... Like a judge. Yeah. I don't think you're very judgy in, like... The scent that that what would people would say are the normal sense of the word. I'm I'm gonna call on that people's bullshit, mm. but I think as I've gotten older, I've gotten a bit milder, and it's more now that I'm like not so much tolerant, but I don't waste the energy on telling people why they're wrong. I'm mm. just like, yeah, you you do your thing, man or woman. Yeah, or it's not, not worth it. Person. I'll do mine. I don't waste the energy anymore. 
exactly exactly I comes on about yeah. being right sorry <laughs> i was oh i was gonna say they're our last towers of the year Ah, on the episodes um we don't know what the next episode's gonna be yet we will probably do a planning session and then we'll let you all know but mm. hopefully with spritzes oh yes i had a slow gin spritz yesterday oh jealous it was nice yeah i love yeah. slow gin a slow yeah. gin you're actually i might drink it yeah, I've got slow gin here, so it did like inspire me. Like, cool, I could use a slow. I could have a slow gin spritz. Um, it was proper. It was proper tasty and wintry, like like a nice winter winter drink. Um, anything else we we're going to add? We we said that we'll so we'll look for our questions and we'll announce the window on Insta. We got like this Mabinog Mabinogion book, and we'll add some. Uh, I just read a nice text message and it made me smile. Um, <laughs> what did you say? Read it for the class. I'm not going to read it for the class. <laughs> and um, and um, yeah, we'll we'll send the book out. Basically, I bought two copies and I don't need two copies, so may as well give one away. So yeah, there's a free gift, and then hopefully you can join us on a podcast in future and tell us the story from the Mabinogi. That'd be nice. That would be cool, wouldn't it? Uh, that'd be lush but is there anything else anything else you want to add um well let's go out after yule but oh no this will go out just before yule so have a blessed yuletide and enjoy the good things about humanity yeah look after yourselves take pleasure in life's luxuries and have a lovely lovely joyful time yeah be in the moment and don't worry about what other people have got what they're doing think yeah. about what you're doing and who you're with yeah fuck them fuck them all <laughs> be positive for fuck's sake yes <laughs> <laughs> right blessed you all y'all bye. blessed be bye happy new